Hey everybody, this is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. And before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about this really awesome deal for BSN listeners. If you didn't know by now, Total Beverage is delivering beer, wine, and liquor to anywhere in the North Metro area. That's going to be from Wheat Ridge up to Erie. And for a limited time, Total Beverage is offering $10 off of a $50 purchase on their website and on their app. Use the promo code BSN10 to save $10 off your $50 purchase. Now let's jump into the show. This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast, powered by the BSN Denver Podcast Network. It'll work crisscrossing with Jost. Right in, turned out by Jari. That was a one-on-two. And Jost. The best avalanche coverage in Denver. Welcome in. This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast presented by Total Beverage. I'm your host, Jesse Montano. I am joined by AJ Haefeli. We're here in the first intermission of the Abs and Senators game. AJ, we're going to dive right in. What did you think? First period, zero to zero. Uh, I got up for that. I guess so. I mean, damn, dude, it was a sleepy period. Yeah, it was, uh, eh, eh. it was, I mean, it happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ottawa outplayed the abs for stretches. Um, Varley looked good. Yeah. Varley definitely did look good. He, uh, it could easily be one or two, nothing in favor of, uh, Ottawa. He had a couple of real big saves, so. Yeah, no, he did. He he made a couple stops that that were key. The Abs had a couple bad turnovers. Look, th- this is a team you should beat. Pure, pure and simple. You can't be getting outplayed for any stretches. Um, what do the Abs need to do? Because that really was. It was a period where they didn't do much, and 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 they weren't really threatening at any point. You've got a, I mean, you got Anders Nilsson in net, a Senators team that's thirty first in the NHL. Got to have a better effort than that. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't outplay the teams that they've outplayed in the last week, and then have the sense get to you. Right. So, and like this is this is a weird last place team. Like this isn't this is a team that it's got some defensive issues. Oh, does it? <laughs> and and it's got major goaltending problems, but up front, like they can compete with teams. Like they've got a solid forward core uh, that can that can get on you a little bit. And the Avs let that happen. And I'm not I'm not a big proponent of you know oh there's only one team on the ice you know, um, but it 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 just felt like the forward core in general for, for Ottawa showed up and Colorado said, I mean, I, did you notice the top line at all in that period? Did they do anything? Uh, I noticed Miko had a bad giveaway. Like, I think it was like their first or second shift. And uh, the power play continues to be a problem, you know? And it's funny because on the broadcast, they were saying, Oh, you, you know, you live and die at even strength. And I'm like, eh, do you? 
because it seems like if you lose the special teams battle, you lose the game. Uh, yeah, on most nights, I would say that that's more often than not, that's true. I'd say that's that's the rule, and there are exceptions, but for the most part, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and they they got the power play. Uh, they did nothing with it. They they changed up their entry and it worked twice. And then everything was scattered after that. Like they, they just did not look comfortable. You know, Landis Cog, they get into the zone and Landis Cog makes that little pass back to the point, which is what they used to do all the time. And it's a contested pass. And it's just like, What's frustrating me is that they are thinking so much on the power play and that they're playing so staunchly to a system. Okay, I've got to do this. All right, now I'm in this position. I've got to go stand here. Now I've got to go do this. I've got to put the puck here because that's where that guy is going to be because we're robots and we're trying to follow the X's and O's exactly instead of just playing the game. And so many times you see... They they come in like even in that even in, in that sequence, you know, Rantanen had an opportunity where he came in and he could have easily pulled up and got him set up if they wanted to. And instead, he, he was just playing the game and he tried to make a little cross ice pass. I didn't mind that turnover because he's just playing. And mm-hmm. he saw an opportunity and said, hey, you know, I know that this isn't the system, but I see a chance here. I'm going to go for it. I don't have any problems with that. Yeah. But that top power play unit, it's just so robotic right now. And there's nothing free flowing at all about how that's being run. And that's what they, they need to get. They need to give these guys a little bit more freedom to just play hockey. What are you guys going to do? You know, like let them, let them. Okay. Hey, there's a little bit of creativity. You got, you got an extra guy on the ice. Go and go and you know have a guy or two that have to you know confer. Hey, I need you to stand in front of the net, and I need you to be right-handed, and I need you to fight for rebounds, and that's really all you want him to do. Okay, great. But you know there there needs to be some adjustments around it. It just it has to be less robotic. It's got to be more. They've got to get back to just playing hockey because right now they they don't look like they are. They look like they are trying to match up the X's and O's that they see on the whiteboard at practice. Okay, I've got to go stand here, and I've got to do this, and I've got to do that, and this is my job. And they forget, no, dude, scoring is your job. Putting the puck in the net is your job. And they just they look out of sorts. For See, I, I think a lot of that is – because the power play hasn't been going well and because you know they haven't been getting the results obviously i think a lot of that is you know a lot of people say get back to basics just do what you know you're good at and that's what i think that top unit is 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 overdoing right now they're saying this is you know we had success at this at the beginning of the season exactly like you said aj we we see it on the whiteboard we're going to execute that until the cows come home and eventually it's going to break through and, and I think this is a situation where teams have caught onto that scheme a little bit and you've got you've to shake things up. You've got to get more creative. I think this is a situation where getting back to basics isn't going to help those guys in, in, a, in a sense. 
does that make sense? You, you know, when I, when I say play smart, move the puck crisp, move it hard, move it fast, those types of basics, but don't just keep running the same thing into the ground, assuming it's going to break through eventually. Yeah. I mean, definition of insanity, right? Right. So, right. you know, they, they definitely need, they, they need an, an attitude change. They need a mindset change. Um, I mean, we're, we're spending all this time talking about the two minutes on the, uh, on the, uh, the, the power play. And there were 18 other minutes in the period that were pretty blah, mm-hmm. but um, the one I think line... that that'll be okay. Like, I think ultimately um, I think it's, I think, I think they'll find their legs. I, I believe that they'll get better, um, but it's, it's, it's gotta happen now, you know, and you have to kill off the penalty at the start of the second period. Uh, you, you can't give up another lead. You've got to stop chasing games. That's it just has to have, you've got to stop chasing games. One of the lines that I actually liked for, for the majority of their shifts was, was the, the kind of revamped Soderberg line, which surprise, surprise, you got him out there with a couple guys who, who have some offensive upside and, and man, they're creating, they were probably Colorado's one legitimate scoring chance. And that period came off the stick of Carl Soderberg and JT Comfer, what do you think of this uh, this mashup he's got here of Carl Soderberg, JT Comfer, and Colin Wilson? Um, I, I like it. Continue to like it. I am surprised the guy coming off the hat trick decided to not shoot when he had the puck wide open in the slot, mm-hmm. and he tried to pass it to Comfer. I mean, had had it worked and had Comfer connected, it would have been an easy goal. But I mean, it's okay to shoot, dude. I, yeah, I know. And, I know that you got your three goals the other day, and that you don't like shooting. But let's do it. It's one of those things where um, we talk about don't get cute, just put the puck on net, and and I think we saw that in Toronto. And I agree with you. I I was surprised to see Soderberg move the puck right there because I thought that was them getting a little bit too cute. You just want to put that puck on net when you've got guys driving. Yeah. AJ, anybody else stand out to you, good or bad in that period, other than Varlamov, other than and then the Soderberg line? No. Um, You know, (laughs) Zadorov's really good at getting the puck at center ice and rimming it around the boards in the offensive zone. (laughs) He might have done it what three, four times that period where they were trying to break out and he stood up and he said, yet. And then he fired that thing back into the offensive zone. <laughs> I was like, wow, Z you're really good at this. <laughs> uh, another guy that, that stood out to me, limited minutes, not a lot of shifts. I thought that was one of Sven Andragetto's better periods that he's had in, in a while. You know, Sheldon drives did hit the post. He did. Uh, I, I, I saw that one and, and Andrew Ghetto did. He just caught my eye a couple of times yeah. and, and again, limited minutes for those guys, limited shifts. But I thought we, we talked about consistency. You've talked about depth. I thought that was, a that was encouraging. Yeah. To, and to, on the other side of that, uh, Joe Scott Coffin behind again. By, so. by defensive stud, Matt Duchesne. Yeah, and so that was that was like uh like I get it that guy's faster than you but man like can you uh, can you just not get caught from behind? <laughs> right. Yeah, I um 
I also noticed, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, Borovsky, Borovsky, Borovsky. That dude looks like he's fixing to do something stupid tonight. Think so? He's trying to run people. Mm-hmm. Matt or not Matt Duchesne, Nathan McKinnon in particular. He looks like he was told, "Don't give Nathan McKinnon any ice," and that's the kind of player that's going to do something stupid. Well, let's and, hope that's uh, not true. Yeah, I I'm worried about it because I already see him falling around the ice. He's bumping into him any chance he gets. He's pushing him. He's you know he's coming up behind him. I'm just I'm really worried. Some scrubbo from Ottawa is going to do something stupid in this game. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> let's let's hopefully not find that out, but let's find out more about this game. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back. Second period analysis is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. We will be right back. Hey, BSN fans, your favorite Colorado Sports Network has partnered with your favorite Colorado beer, and we're giving them away for free. But in true BSN fashion, we're not letting you go to some major chain for it. We want you to go to your local neighborhood bar and support a real Colorado business. That's why we've created the bar page where any BSN subscriber can go in and get a free beer whenever they want. Just go to bsnbars.com and you can get one free Coors Banquet at any bar on that list. All you have to do is show the bartender the VIP image on that page in your browser and you can retrieve a free Coors Banquet beer at any of those bars. There are over 20 bars there. You're sure to find one close to you. It's bsnbars.com. Find a bar and get a free Coors Banquet on the house. Thanks for listening to the BSN Denver Podcast Network. Second segment here, BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. AJ, my goodness, this is getting frustrating to watch. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. True statement. Uh, All right, so three goals given up by the Avs to to start the period. And... uh, they're, they're having to come from behind again. They get one back with a couple minutes left on a great shift. Uh, nice goal by Nikita Zadorov, but... Um, that was dope. Yeah, I mean, it was it was fine. Um, man, this is getting old to watch, though, eh? Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's the same nonsense, man. I mean, they get down. They, they give up a, a weak first goal. Um, I don't know what Varley is doing on that. I don't know why he decided flopping on the ice was the answer there. Uh, he had time. He had space to just push. But whatever. Um, I, you know, and, and then they come out on the very next shift and don't do anything. And yeah. Give up, give up another goal, and yeah, I mean it's it's, I mean, it's just insane. The last three games they've given up two goals back to back, all under I think a minute and a half apart. Um, I I don't know what they're doing. And then they decide that's when they want to turn it on, and now you're chasing, and now you're having to come from behind. Uh, you know, I I I texted you during that period. Honestly, I don't even want to talk about it. It's I'm I'm I don't know what else there is for us to say. It's it's all the same stuff. It's all the same. 
uh, you know, mistakes that, that everything the same has been happening. Actually, I think this is, this is probably the first game where it is a little bit of a different trend because they haven't been uh, controlling the play. Yeah. Um, the process, I mean, they, they haven't shown up at all tonight. Um, they, it's <laughs> honestly what this is. This is like the, the Calgary podcast where I just, I don't know what to say. Um, I mean, they, they haven't been any good. Um, they, well, they, they don't, are, they don't, you... they don't get a bounce. They don't get a call. Even if they did get a call, their power play would make sure that it doesn't matter. Um, it's just, I, I don't know what to say, man. This, it's just the same stuff over and over and over. It's, it's so ingrained now. Oh, now they've got to, oh, now they're down two nothing. Oh, Hey, well they tried something different. Now they're down three, nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because they're down three, one after two periods, they were down three, one when they played Ottawa. The um, yeah. The first time around. And they won that game six to three. Right. So, you know, who knows, right? But Yeah, I mean, you got one back, so you're going into the third period down by two. The top line could could very possibly take over and, and it's a completely different story. They have uh, to show up, man. I mean, but, they they did a good job on that on the Zadorov goal. That was cool. But they uh, dude, I mean, it's just it's bad, man. Like I will give them credit. Um, they got down three nothing, and they started to care quite a bit. Uh, they do- they dominated after that. But why you got to be down three nothing to, to to start to play that way? Like mm-hmm. they got down three nothing, and all of a sudden they were like, "We can beat these guys. These guys aren't very good." And it was like, "Yeah, no shit." Yeah, you should. Like, what are that. you doing? Right. Uh, you you mentioned it on Twitter. I don't know what's going on with these officials, the, and I don't know his name. The the lead official tonight, younger looking dude. Um, man, it seems like every time uh, he's officiating an ABS game is when I'm most frustrated by the officiating. I don't know what he's calling on that slash to end the period. I uh, dude, I'm aghast. That's what's the, he the, doing. I, I believe it was Chris Tierney from the from the Sens even looked back really confused when the whistle blew. No one on the ice knew what was going on. That's a terrible call. I've seen Borvietsky get away with a handful tonight, away from the play kind of stuff. Um, you know, he he slide tackled, gave Landeskog on a shot, and Landy went head over or you know uh, head over heels and no call. And it, just the officiating tonight has added to the frustration of, of the horrid play by the apps in the first two periods. Right. And, and now you're messing around with, okay, now they've got to, they've got to kill another penalty to start the third period. Mm-hmm. And you know, who knows how that's going to go like that, that could, that could, that could stop. That could seal the game. Yeah. That, that could, I mean, that's that that could be the thing that hey, that stems the tide. You know, maybe no comeback ever is possible because right now you feel like, look, the you know the abs are this game is at least getting to three two if they don't score on that power play, right? Like you know that this game is going to at some point get interesting, 
because that's what Colorado does. They lead the NHL in goal scored in the final minutes, final five minutes of the third period. Um, they've they've scored a ton of their goals in that time frame. They they always seem to get one because they play with an insane amount of jump and they play with that kind of that that want to that desire. And it's in that might be the most frustrating part is that they don't do it earlier mm-hmm. because it's like look just do it earlier. <laughs> Like had they had they started the game the way that they started playing after the third goal, like this game would be I mean the abs would be dominating this game the way that they should be, and instead you're down three to one after two pe- and uh... yeah, it's uh. It's really frustrating. I, I texted you in the middle of that period saying, I don't even want to go get back on that mic because it's it's the same stuff. But it, uh, well, it really is. Like we're we're supposed to talk about the game, but it's like this copy and paste. Right. Like we could have come on for the second segment and been like, refer to the last four podcasts. Click. Seriously. <laughs> man, would that have been funny? <laughs> It's just it's it's driving me crazy, man, and it's it's just so frustrating because it doesn't it doesn't need to be like this. They're a talented yeah. team. They can they've proven that they can they can hang with these teams and I don't know. I just don't understand it. Yeah, I uh I agree. Let's uh Let's bail out of this one. Let's go back. Let's watch the third, and then let's do all this bitterness over again after that, huh? Yeah, sure. All right. BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. We will be right back. The biggest benefits of CBD are our cognitive, our neuroprotection, neuroregeneration, anti-inflammatory, and then a lot of the most common situations that, that people are taking it are for pain. That is Arthur Jaffe, a former CU Buffs football player and founder of Elixinol, a Colorado-based company focused on providing the highest quality of CBD oil and hemp extracts in the world. Like Arthur mentioned earlier, CBD has significant medical benefits and isn't limited to just athletes. Everyone can take it, from adults and children to even your dog. I wished I would have learned about it or that it would have been more prominent at a younger age to potentially have have given my father a, a significant opportunity to fight prostate cancer, which ultimately took his life when I was 13. You know, I really think that it would have helped him. Arthur and the folks over at Elixinol's mission is to educate, inspire, and empower others to live naturally healthy, happy lives. To learn more and join the CBD conversation, check out Elixinol.com. Third and final segment here, BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. Jesse Montano, AJ Hayfley here. Uh, Senators win 5-2 to two over the Avs. AJ, man, oh man, is this just getting it, – it's frustrating to watch the way that they're playing, and then it's even more frustrating when you add in the nonsense of goals being called back because the net was off by a quarter of an inch. Uh, yeah. It's, it's 
I mean, I I still don't know how uh, that that goal got called back. Yeah. See, I I thought I didn't think I, it was reviewable. I've got people in my mentions telling me that they've been going through the rule book during the third period and saying it's not reviewable. Um, I've never seen a a goal review for the post before. I've seen it in Olympic play, but that's IIHF. It's a completely different set of rules. I didn't think that that was an NHL rule. And so that's, that's why I was so confused when I first heard the announcement uh, by, by the official uh, that it was called back over, over the net being off. And and then what's even more frustrating is you have to go back a ways to find where Anders Anders Nilsson kicked the net off by pushing off of it. It's it's insane. Now let me let me and well in that post play. I mean, it, it plays no role in the goal. It, right. I mean, it, it it's totally meaningless. If if the shot is on that side and it beats him short side, then you're like, oh yeah, you know the you know net wasn't there. But I don't. I struggle to understand how any hockey team, not just the Abs. You know, I, the abs didn't deserve many bounces tonight with with the effort they gave, but that doesn't take away from the fact that any team does not deserve to be punished when the goaltender knocks his own net off, and then the ref doesn't catch it and doesn't put it back or doesn't blow the play dead. Why is it that the abs are then punished thirty seconds later in a game they're trying to get back into? So. When you when you factor that in, it is just I, I mean, oh, it's it's hard to watch, man. Yeah, I mean, and and the fourth goal, uh, I mean, you get that right. Like you do that's that's the break, and then the fourth goal from Ottawa couldn't. I mean, I'm trying really hard to stay calm. <laughs> Because like my inner turmoil, like I'm, I'm, I'm bubbling with like anger and frustration mm-hmm. uh, because they just, I mean, it's, it's one thing to be bad and they, they did plenty of that today mm-hmm. and there's no getting around that. We're not going to try and sugarcoat that they were, I mean, they were bad tonight and that was an embarrassing performance, but at the same time, you get you get a goal, you know that should have been it should have been four three in those in the in the final minutes there, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then they have the one that gets through the Kerfoot shot that gets through, and it goes off the it goes off the post and comes straight back, and they score they one of their goals is a goal that was that that crossed the line for a quarter of a second, mm-hmm. literally literally a single frame. <laughs> Uh, of a camera shot, you know, and it was, and literally that's the difference. If Colorado gets that goal and Ottawa doesn't, I mean, imagine, okay, great. Now you're, you're in a totally different world. Right. And, and then you have the disallowed goal on, on some nonsense that longtime hockey people have never seen before. And mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it, I just don't get it. it. I honestly like it's 
if it was just them being bad, this would be, well, they're bad. Right. Right. But then to watch like those little things. It's, it's the little stuff that, that makes this all so much more frustrating and so much more difficult, honestly, to watch. (laughs) Um, it's it's the little stuff it's it's the fact that that they can't they, they seem to be struggling to hit the net they they they're getting you know Anders Nilsson just slammed the door on you 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 need to be beating Anders Nilsson it's it's the little stuff now tonight's a bad example cuz they didn't play well but in recent days even weeks they have been playing well and and it's because of that little stuff that they aren't getting uh, the win. So when you pile a, a a poor effort on top of all the little stuff, uh, yeah, AJ, you know, there's there's not much to say. Yeah, well, and like I like the fourth goal. You know, Zach Smith puts that thing. I mean, it's not even close. Mm-hmm. And it and it lands right on the doorstep. Comes right back out and like. Varley, I don't know. I, I that's that's one where I don't know how to feel about Varley on that. And he looked slow to to react. He looks he looks unathletic, which I never thought I would say about Varley. Right. I and Landeskog completely disregards Duchesne's mere existence in front of the net there. I don't know what any of them were doing on that play. And so like, it's a combination of what are you guys doing? Plus, I mean, the fortune of, Oh, it just bounces and it goes right to that guy. Mm -hmm. And like, he doesn't have to do anything special. All he's got to do is just stand there and bang it home. Right. Right. And it's just like, and it's, it's frustrating because it's like defensively, there wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot that they did wrong there. There's not really a lot you can say about a puck that careens off the back wall so hard that it lands a foot in front of the net right where an, where right where an Ottawa senator is standing. Right. And the real the real problem is is why isn't there an Avs player standing there with him? Like and it was Landy that that should have been on him. And it's weird because it was a bizarre showing of apathy from from Landeskog on the play. And the combination of that, the combination of the top line just doesn't play well at all. Um, the combination of, I mean, nobody outside the top line, I don't think anybody really played well. I thought the, I thought Soderberg uh, had his moments early on and then kind of faded as the game went on. I agree. I didn't think, I didn't think, I don't think JT Comfer is a second line player. Um, I know the shot metrics are going to end up super in Colorado's favor in this one because they, starting with the third sense goal, they just took over the game and they pushed the, the the play the majority of the time. Yeah. You know, I I just didn't see, like, shot metrics look great for Colin Wilson, Carl Soderberg, and JT Comfer, and I don't feel like they did much of anything out there. No, I mean... I feel like Soderberg was out there and doing things. But I don't feel like the other guys really contributed much of anything to this game. Yeah, I, I mean, there was a couple shifts where I did. I liked that line. I, I thought they cycled well, and I thought they generated some chances. But it was just a couple shifts. 
it wasn't you know a consistent effort, and it wasn't. Uh, I, I completely agree with you. I think that line. Um, I don't necessarily want to say got worse as the game went on, but they just became much less effective uh, as as the game went on. Yeah, that's a fair way to put it. Oops, Nikita Zadorov. I'm trying to I'm trying to finish up my grades here. No, no, at the same time as doing this. You're so. good. Well, we we all appreciate your multitasking efforts, uh, Nikita Zadorov. Second game back, he's kind of another one like Soderberg. I thought he was really effective in the first. I liked him. Um, I thought he was good in the second, and then he kind of disappeared in the third. Having this guy back in the lineup should, in theory, make the abs better, yes? Uh, Yeah. And... Uh, I mean... it's. <laughs> I guess it's easy to say he did against Toronto, but again, tonight, I mean, he scored the goal, which was great. It was on a, a really nice shift. Um, but man, you just, you, you, you're really struggling to see anybody on the abs put together a, a, a full effort down to Semyon Varlamov. You, you get a good period out of him finally. And uh, after that three goals on nine shots, the next period, you, you've got to do something to to get everyone on the same page. And, you know, you had a couple easy games lined up, and now you're already in the whole one. You went one and four on a, on a road trip. You had a chance to make the road trip salvageable tonight, and this was probably the one game they didn't show up. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Montreal game, obviously not great, but 0-0 going into the third period, uh, you know. That's still anybody's game. And this is just... This, to me, for my money, this was this was their worst performance of the year. I, uh... I might agree. Because, I mean, they weren't even... They weren't even competitive for the first half of the game against the, the league's last place team. Mm-hmm. And I just... No, I think we're on the same page. Oh, man. Do you have anything else to add to this one? I, It's incredibly disheartening. Uh, at this point, something's, something's got to be done. You've got to change something. You've got to, I think, you've got to move somebody. Do something. There's got to be some kind of a shakeup that has to take place. Um, you can't just continue to sit and do nothing. Uh, I don't. I don't know that it's like... A big thing mm-hmm. um you know i'm not like oh they need to they need to trade a bunch of dudes right. you know not i but they've got they've got to do something man you can't just continue to sit and wait i mean is it maybe something even as small as call martin cowed up and get him in the lineup for a handful of games or or are you th- thinking something bigger needs to be done i mean you've got nine games to play him right mm-hmm They've got nine free games to play Martin Count. Why not give him why not give him a look? Yeah. And hey, you know what? If it ends up being dope and you start winning again, roll with it. I just at this point, continuing to sit and do nothing and be like, it'll get better. Mm-hmm. You've I mean, it's it's been too much now. It's it's too long. The, you're beyond the point of patience and you're into the you're you're into the point of you're actively hurting 
yourself by doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like this, I mean, it, you're going to keep hitting yourself in the head with the hammer or at some point you're going to try something different. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I apologize to everyone. Cause this has been, uh, you know, kind of a, a shorter episode so far, but well, and, and point, what, do, what do you say? Well, right. Because they are just continually hitting themselves in the head with a hammer. There's only so many times you can say, yeah, no, they're still hitting themselves in the head with a hammer. Oh, what are they doing now? Uh, hitting themselves in the head with a hammer. Oh, okay. What about now? Uh, yep. Hammer's still going right in the head. And it's, yep. it's, yep. Still the hammer. Still, it's still hammer. T- yep. Still the hammer. Oh, they slowed down hitting themselves in the head. Oh no, but they are still hitting themselves in the head. So, um, I'll tell you what, AJ, let's, why don't you and I get out of here for tonight and, uh, and, and, and we'll see if, if they do something, if they figure something out and they get it going again and, uh, and they give us something to talk about, they give us a, a, a reason for maybe a bit of optimism, which we had coming into tonight and it's all just been flushed back out. They, uh, yep. yeah, I, I mean, I'm not even going to say anymore what they need to do. It's obvious. They, they got to do something. They got to win something. Got I mean, you got to, you got to beat the Kings on Saturday. I mean, that's, I guess that's the beauty and the curse of the regular season is you just keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta, you gotta beat the Kings on Saturday. That's what's, that's who's next on the schedule. That's what's next. Get your two points, beat the Kings. Well, there you go. Uh, AJ, let's go ahead and get out of here. I'm sorry that the abs are, are doing this to you. Abs fam. It's, uh, it's really frustrating to watch, especially knowing the potential of this team and, uh, and what we saw earlier in the year. It's definitely, definitely touch tough for AJ. Hayfley. I'm Jesse Montagna. This is the BSN avalanche podcast presented by total beverage. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.